Welcome to the Rise of the Beauty CEO. I'm Jessica, your host, an excellent owner, a multiple six-figure business. I take you through the life cycle of buying, growing, and selling a beauty business today. I talk about real strategies to grow your business, helping you remove the overwhelm, bring you to a place of excitement for the balance of your business and your life. We talk about the real issues we go through as we step into the role of being the beauty CEO with strategies to build their foundations, moving you from full-time employee to full-time CEO and everything in between. Sit down, grab a coffee, grab a pen and paper, and let's get you inspired. Hey, I just wanted to have a little chat with you. Are you frustrated about where to focus your time in growing your business, dreaming about being able to work on the business instead of in the business? Gosh, I don't know how many times I heard that saying while I was deep in my salon. I get it. I was there and I was able to move from employee to CEO. I've now developed a roadmap for you, which shows you the exact steps I took to grow the business and finally step away. I've made it super simple and easy to follow. It's called the Foundation Roadmap. It takes the confusion out of where to start and it sets you on the path of growing your business to be able to be a client magnet on autopilot. All you need to do is go to jessicakidner.net forward slash roadmap and download your copy today. Hello, fancy meeting you here. I'm so glad that you have come back today to join me for this podcast. Um, I really didn't want to do this one in particular, but I definitely know it's something that needs to be spoken about, needs to be spoken about in a positive way and also in a pretty serious way, actually, and that obviously is COVID. Uh, We are hopefully at the end of the shutdowns and all the dramas that have been going on with that. We're currently in August while I'm recording this podcast. Um, In my little town that I live in, we are open for business. We don't really have any COVID cases, but just watching it over the last five months has been pretty mind-blowing and everyone has had a bit of a wake-up call, I think, whether that is waking up to what they really want in their life, how they're running their businesses, or whether they want to be in business anymore. You know, lots of people have had some massive life changes. Um, Me as well included with that. I have been doing nails part-time at home um, since I sold my business and I've really been having some quiet time thinking about what would I have done if I had the salon in this time and I'd like to think that I would have been in a fairly good position because we were debt-free, well almost debt-free at the end so we would have been completely debt-free by the time COVID had hit and I hopefully would have had systems set up in place. I'm already the queen of systems in my business but we would have had um, some cash flow and a few extra little things in the background helping us survive. But let me tell you, I still would have been having an anxiety attack over the whole thing with rent and all the rest of it. I am not immune to any of that. <laughs> and that is one of the things I like to share on this podcast, that we all go through these ups and downs and panic attacks on th- thinking, how the hell are we going to get through this one? But this one is a biggie. This one actually involved the whole world, which really made me feel a lot calmer because it wasn't directly something that I did. And every single person is in the same shoes as you. Other business owners, other parents, you know, homeschooling, trying to figure out other people lost their jobs and all the rest of it. We're all in this together. And it really helped me realize that um, the only way we can get through it is by working together and really playing our part in this. But with that, I really wanted to sit down and think about the top six things that 
really should be happening now that you've gone through this COVID time, you've gone through lockdown, you've seen how it's affecting you and what you would have worked on while you're in lockdown, but also what you can work on going forward because it's about continually setting our businesses up and our lives up to be able to continue when the unexpected thing happens. Obviously, shutting down and having no clients and no income is not something that any of us had thought of. But it happened, we're through it, and we're going to keep going, we're going to keep growing. So the six big tips that I have for you today, let's get straight into them. The first one is let's get setting out your goals. Let's really now focus on what matters to you. Going through this time, realizing that anything could happen at any moment, what is it that you really want to do with your life? How do you want to spend your days? Do you want to be at home with your children? Do you want to be working 10-hour days, seven days a week? Or do you want a bit more of a balanced lifestyle? Really starting to picture and have that vision of what you want your life to look like. It might sound airy-fairy, but it really does give you a compass on where to go from here and where to work on. Because if it is a multiple six-figure, up to seven-figure business that you want to grow, and you only want to work part-time and you want a team, you'll know how many people you're going to need. You're going to need to know how many services, what pricing structure, all that sort of stuff. It all flows on from the dream or the, the goal that you have for your life. So really having that set out. I've got a Pinterest board set up, which is called my CEO life. Um, and I have visions you know, of what I want in my life, including like little puppies and at one stage, because I've been doing this for a few years now, I had my three children on my board. I had two girls and a boy and they were on my vision board and I focused on my energy on getting to my goal, having this house that I've purchased, having a white SUV. These were the things that I wanted in my life, one, to make it easier and two, to make myself comfortable. The salon, the salon had a vision. The salon, I knew how, what I wanted it to look like, what products I wanted to, to stock, how many staff I wanted to do, what my role in the business looked like. Of course, this evolves over time, but I had one and I knew where I was going with it. Now, if you are in the business and you haven't done this already, I really suggest diving into this one today, which is tip number two, keeping your costs down, looking at what your expenses are. This is one of the first things I look at when I'm talking to my one-on-one -on -one private clients is where can we cut back? Where are we spending money that we do not need to be spending it? And where can we save money? Um, I talked to you in my intro post about how I was paying thousands and thousands of dollars in rent that I really didn't need to be doing. And we ended up finding a place up the road, literally within walking distance of my other salon for half the price. And that was because one, I had a goal and a vision of where I wanted my life to go and what I wanted my business to look like. And then I was able to find somewhere to go, take my business, to reduce my cost, to be able to afford to hire a manager. So that is a huge savings. So just looking at things like extra products that you don't need to buy, repayments on cards, product, repayments on loans, your rent, your electricity, your phone, your FPOS. I used to ring up my FPOS machine company or the bank once a year and I'd ask them to review my, my um, fees that they were charging me, stuff like that. Because if you don't ask, you don't get. And I was constantly looking at ways to cut back 
on my expenses and to look at where I could also save money with using either different products or just actually creating a system around my stock take. So we would do stock take once a week instead of once a year or once every six months. We went through the cupboards and that really helped to get on top of the stock that we needed and what we had excess of. So we really didn't have, you know, I ran a pretty lean sell-on when it came to stock, making sure that we were stocking up at least once a week to once a fortnight. So looking at your costs and really not being scared to ask for a discount. Step, uh, tip number two, uh, tip number three, what am I talking about? Tip number three, putting your prices up. This is something that people are absolutely petrified with. And I've worked with one-on-one clients that have taken months to be able to do this. And once they've done it, they've realized they were only cheating themselves and that they should have done it months ago. So this looks different for everybody, but I used to instill that a price rise would happen or a price review would happen in January and then again in September because I was looking at um, how busy we were, what outgoings that I had, what had gone up with the financial year, obviously tax time, um, and really just giving myself the time. And, you know, when I set the time of January and September, it really took the pressure off myself knowing that I don't have to worry about that right now. I'll worry about it in September. And then once September come, I would review it if that meant redoing my price lists, um, rejuggling how we structured our services, um, re- removing services that we didn't actually, one, enjoy performing, or two, that weren't really that busy and were actually costing us more money, I cut them and I made sure that we were running at a profit and that we were doing services that we actually enjoyed doing. But knowing that I had a January and then I had September to be able to review my prices and it actually got um, the staff on board as well because then they knew as well that they were going to have to be talking about price rises in September and January. And it just took that decision making off the table. I didn't have to worry about it and I knew. So obviously with this podcast, September is coming up really soon. So I would definitely recommend if you haven't done it already to start looking at your prices, start breaking down what you're earning per hour and look at putting your prices up. And also we are opening up after COVID. And now that we've got, uh, we have to have more time in between each client. We're having to have more PPE. We're going to have more disposables. This all should have been put into your pricing when you opened up again back in, I think, when did we open up? We opened up in July. So really look and take the time. Don't be scared. Client, you're not going to lose clients. And if you do lose clients, they weren't worth having anyway. If you're running your business and you're not making enough profit, the first place you should be looking at is where you're spending your money and how much your services or products cost. You should have a minimum markup on all of your services and products. Okay, so tip four growing a marketing system. What does this mean? How many of you, tell me honestly, you can jump on Instagram, my handle's Jessica underscore Kidna underscore beauty CEO. Tell me, how many of you actually have a marketing plan in place for your business? And when I mean marketing plan, I don't mean sitting on the couch at eight o'clock at night, looking through your phone, scrolling through your photos, trying to find one decent photo that you've took during the week. Hopefully you remember to take them and then posting that and hoping for the best. That is not a marketing strategy. What I mean by a growing your marketing system is really having a whole complete system 
which is surrounding a website, your email list, your customers, constantly advertising your business without you having to do anything. Because let's face it, by the end of the day, if you haven't planned out your social media, which I highly recommend that you do, um, you you may not post and then you're going to be too tired and then you're going to feel guilty and then it's going to come to the time where you don't have any clients and then you're running on this hamster wheel, always trying to get new clients through and getting frustrated. Why don't I have any new clients? I need more money. I need more clients. How am I supposed to be growing this business? And the way that you grow your business is through marketing. Now, I like to talk about marketing and advertising as two very different things. Marketing to me is talking about your business, letting people connect with you, building relationships with people through social media, through email marketing. But advertising, advertising is actually asking for the sale. This is when you're paying for ads. This is when you're posting and you're inviting people to go over to, you know, your website to book an appointment or to buy a product from you. That's advertising, and that is done every now and then. Or if you've got it set up as an automatic um, system, then, you, you know, Facebook ads and things like that. But marketing is something that should be done every single day and is a natural part of your business, okay? So marketing for me is podcasting. I'm talking to you. I'm educating you. I'm giving you free content, going on social media, talking to you in the DMs and in the comments as well, um, interacting on your posts and talking to you. That's marketing. That's what connects people to my business and that's what is going to connect people to your business going out and really having that system set up so that you don't have to think about it and on this podcast we are going to be talking more about what a marketing system looks like for you so obviously every business is different what's working for sell on a or business a isn't going to be working for business b so I can only share with you what I did for my business and then you have to apply it to your business and find what your secret source is. Find out what you enjoy doing, find out where your clients are hanging out and then really start going there and connecting with them. Okay, tip number five, which I've already touched on a little bit in the other tips, but it's setting up an email marketing system. You're going to hear me talk about it every single day on this podcast because that is what changed my business. That went from me looking for clients all the time to actually maintaining and connecting with the clients that I already had that are willing to spend money with me. And that was through my email marketing. So if you haven't set up your email marketing system or you don't even know what the hell it is, um, stick with me because that is what we're going to be talking about on this podcast in depth. And when I'm talking about emails, I'm not talking about your booking system. So, you know, if you're using Timely or Shortcuts or um, Australia Pause, they're, that's, they're the ones that I've tried in my business. I'm talking about having an actual email deliverable service, which you pay for, or you can use free accounts as well, but I choose to pay for mine away from your booking system. Why? Because when you have an email system that is designed specifically to send emails, you have so much more choice in how you look after those clients and you can have tags on them and you can start segmenting your list to be able to send out information or offers to people that are interested in those offers. If you're sending a facial uh, blog or a facial offer to people that only come in for an eyebrow wax, it's not going to convert for you because they're not interested in facials. But if you have a list of people that have indicated that they like facials, they're into skincare, then they're the people that you want to focus on and um, educate and connect with and tell them about what you offer them in 
your business. And if you are interested in actually finding out how to set up an email for your business, then head over to my website. You'll be able to get a free downloadable. I give you the six steps on how to set up an email system, and then you can start from there. And the sixth one that you really should have in all businesses is a website. We need a website. We need a home off of social media, no matter if you are a small business, whether you have a team of 10, whether it's just you. I highly recommend for multiple of reasons having a website. And with this COVID, it really highlighted to people that didn't have one that they really needed one because if they wanted to sell to people, they had to do it through their website. So having a website is a home for your customers to take them off of social media and bring them to your destination where you can get their email address, you can sell to them, you can book appointments, you can educate them. And that's exactly all the things that I did on my website was to connect and really get them off social media and onto my website, showing them what I had to offer them and getting them to book in. So there you have it. These are my six top tips that we should be looking for with any business to recover from COVID-19. If you want to go deeper with these steps, these are actually a part of my foundations that I have in my roadmap, which you can find over at jessicakidner.net forward slash roadmap. Now, this is the framework that I followed when I first started building my business which worked into a whole system that I have coming to you in the next few episodes. But go and download the foundations and get started and really see where your business fits in with these foundations and what you have set up already and what you might need to work on a little bit to get your business up and running to create an automatic client magnet. Thanks for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you are subscribed. And if you really love this episode and really believe in the cause of the rise of the beauty CEO, you know how important reviews are. I would love it if you left a review, letting other people know that they should be listening to the rise of the beauty CEO to help them with their business journey, their personal life and their mindset. Have a beautiful day and I'll speak to you soon.